Lightning. Well, hello. Hello, <laughs> humans. How How is everybody? I hope y'all doing good. I know you guys literally can't answer me, but not the point. Gotta ask anyways. Well, we feel the energy. <laughs> we feel the energy. Welcome to It's Not About Us. It's yes. another episode with Stephanie and I. Oots, oots. And at this point, guys, we're going to start charging you <laughs> for, for just witnessing these beautiful conversations <laughs> for no, every bonus episode. <laughs> this is just still free, kidding. guys. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> until one day the ads come and take over. Dun, dun, dun. But until then, enjoy the free content. Yes. Um, today, we have gathered together yet again to talk about another Disney film. Mm-hmm. We talked about Pocahontas in a previous film, and we kind of had a debate about that. I'm not sure if this one will be debate worthy, but it's still an interesting topic. So we'll see what happens. So I don't, I don't know if it's debate wise, but okay. So underrated film, at least underrated in my opinion, is uh, Inside Out, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if this was ever on our recording, but I remember once you mentioned that you hadn't seen it in a long time. And that at mm-hmm. that point, the first time you saw it, you weren't really interested in it. And I was like, dude, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to both watch the movie again. Mm-hmm. Just kind of get it refreshed in our minds. Um, I'm sorry about that. Number one, I don't know if you noticed, but my, my camera got a little hazy there. Bye, everybody. Bye. And I also have other humans like leaving the premises. So before we got into our our thing, just wanted to point that out in case in case I got into the audio. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just rambling. <laughs> <laughs> um, we both okay. decided to watch it again, inside out. Yes. With fresh, a fresh pair of eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. A more adult set of eyes, also. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, and this is beautiful. Sorry so, for the cat that's um, coming into view here. I think it's just appropriate. <laughs> She's doing her thing. Yeah. Um. So, oh, look. And as you say that, Simba's joining me over here. He felt it. He felt he the felt cat it. energy. He was like, oh, a cat? A female cat? <laughs> exactly. Ooh. <clears throat> All right, so to talk about Inside Out, mm-hmm. first off, let me just say beautiful, like creative way of piecing together this really abstract thing we call being ourselves, our personality, and just being mm-hmm. human, right? Because it's a mm-hmm. being human is your emotions with your memories and how they make up your personality. And this this very convoluted, complex relationship. Um, in the movie, they show a moment of imaginary land, right? Like where they walk through imagination land. Mm-hmm. Um, this preschool imagination versus other imagination. And then they cut through abstract thinking and how they, how the emotions, joy and sadness and the imagination, um, imaginary friend, the imaginary friend, uh, I forget his name, 
something with a B. Yeah, something with a B. I literally thought that too. Whatever. Um, How they go from what they look like to 3D shapes to then 2D to then uh, just blobs of 2D um, before they're about to like clear away, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I gotta say, and then long-term memory and how like these little muñequitos are coming in and they're cleaning out faded out memories into long-term where Mm -hmm. they're just at one point gonna disappear. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing Mm -hmm. conceptualization of such abstract concepts. Mm -hmm. Um, So- applaud big applause to that yes 100% yeah so also just about the 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 throwing away of memories it was hilarious that they kept the song because we know that there are songs that just are with us forever (laughs) they are useless but for some reason they're so catchy that it's like they're in our memories but but yes, I agree. It it and I don't know why I didn't appreciate it the first time I saw it. This movie came out in 2015, so it was about eight years ago. Um, and I was thinking about okay, I was 24 at the time. I'm 32 at at the time, and it's I know I liked the movie, but it didn't it didn't blow my mind at that time the way that it did today when I saw it. And I was watching it, and I'm like, wow, I relate so much to 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 everything that's going on, like. The fact that joy was taking over the entire time, I'm like, wow, that is so relatable because I've definitely been the person in the past to try to be so optimistic that Mm -hmm. I overshadow everything else happening underneath. And it's like, no, I can't feel sad. No, I can't feel angry. How do I make this moment a happy moment? So -hmm. the fact that joy was the leader and everybody agreed, they're like, okay, joy, do your thing. Like, this has got to be happy, like happy all the time. How do we make this Mm -hmm. good? Like, that just blew my mind. I'm like, wow, we do that so much. Like just, you know, act like we don't have other emotions that are equally as important as joy. Mm -hmm. So watching that back. Yeah. And joy, not, and like, not just joy being the leader, but like joy actively telling the other emotions. Mm -hmm. No, it's not okay for you to come into the picture. No, mm-hmm. it's not okay for you to take over the control. Or, ah, don't mm-hmm. take over the control. Like, ah, no, mm-hmm. this is not okay. She needs to be happy. She needs to always mm-hmm. be happy. Mm-hmm. And I love that sadness. Like, she she did it anyways. Joy told her, stay in that circle. Keep your sadness in that circle. Look at you doing a great job. And sadness was like, oh. And like still went out of her way and she she touched memories and i think i think one of the the coolest parts was when joy is down there in the long term and she's like she's holding on to one of those memories and it's a positive happy memory and then somehow she kind of like realizes oh there's more to this and she mm-hmm. kind of circles it and she sees that it turns blue first like there was sadness there and then the joy came in after because people came to her aid because of sadness. Mm-hmm. Like the memory started off sad first and then it became joyous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where it kind of, I think that's the beauty of that movie where it, it helps you click that there is a, there's an importance to these different emotions that we have and, 
there's value to feeling sadness and the only way to appreciate joy is with these other complex emotions right and vice versa the only way to appreciate that sadness is if you have a moment of of joyness and of, of happiness um that balances it out i think that's a big important and i love that at the end like you see mixtures of emotions mm-hmm. like the memories come with mixtures of emotions because that's really what we are right we like as you grow up and everything's no longer happy-go-lucky our personalities are then come come from these mixed emotions that we have with their memories and with our relationships and so on mm-hmm. and to touch on what you said about sadness you know leaving the circle and touching all these memories I felt like when I was watching the movie I the way that I interpret that was like sadness didn't want to disobey joy. Like she, she literally said, I can't help it. Like, I don't know what's going on. And to me, that was a visual of how, how, even though we try to mask our sadness, it's still there. And it's almost like this, like it's trying to come out. It's trying to come out. It's trying to come out. And you're trying to push it down. So for me, that was a visual of like repressing, like you can't repress, you can tell your sadness, you're going to stay in this corner, I'm not going to let you out. But no matter how much you try to repress, it's still going to be present. And it's Mm -hmm. right at the door. You're Mm -hmm. just not opening the door. And I love that they did that, because she literally said, I don't know what's going on. But it's like, Riley was feeling sad, they just weren't letting her feel it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something that we do so much is just like not allowing ourselves to, to to feel that and to let that emotion out and trying to just keep it in a circle. We try to contain it, but we can't contain it. No matter how hard we try, it's going to come out at some point. So I love that they did that. Um, And yeah, like you were talking about that, that mix of emotions for me too. Like at the very end, when joy and sadness touch that control panel and you see both of them in that control panel, like it, it, it's just a great visual of how we do feel things different things at the same time, because I Mm -hmm. I find myself in that, in that moment right now, like in my life right now, I feel like I'm feeling so many things at the same time. Like on one end, I'm excited about things. Schizo is just (laughs) coming by to just uh, give her her stamp of approval, her paw of approval. But anyways, (laughs) I feel like I'm excited about where my life is going. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I'm sad because I have to leave things behind and and chasing this new life. So seeing those two things on the control panel, just like I was like, man, that's exactly it. It's like this, this so many emotions you can feel at once. Like it's Mm -hmm. not just one thing. It's like a situation can bring out so many different emotions in you because there's so much going on. So I love that they did that, that at the end, they just teamed together. And like you said, sadness is, is a way to connect with other people. And it's an opportunity to allow other people to lift you up. And that bonding happens when, when you do, you know, when you are vulnerable enough to, to be sad, Mm -hmm. other people come and connect with you. And that can't happen unless sadness is present. So there's a lot of value to that emotion. I like that you said that, that you pointed that out because I, I didn't think of that, but you're absolutely right. Like when we're sad, even if you say like, I don't want somebody around, knowing that there's someone around, like even if it's just in silence, like being alone together, right? Mm-hmm. Like this idea that I don't have to 
interact with somebody I don't have to but if I'm physically there present like at least I know I'm there to support them and Mm -hmm. there there comes this deep bond and this deep connection that comes from feeling sad from feeling Mm -hmm. um you know vulnerable and and because I I think sadness is something that we can all we may not be able to relate the same way in terms of joy but we all know what it feels like to be sad Mm-hmm. We all can empathize with this emotion of sadness. Um, one thing, oh, as you were talking about that, it reminded me, like, you know, those moments where they glimpsed into the parents right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how the father, number one, I love that they all had mustaches. <laughs> it was hilarious. They all had I actually mustaches. didn't even notice that. They all had mustaches. Every emotions were like, they had something personality wise of the person. Yeah. All of them had mustaches. And the Mm -hmm. leader was anger. Mm -hmm. Right. Was this macho man anger, which was hilarious to me that the dad was leader. Leader is (laughs) anger. Yeah. But something I picked up on. The mom's leader was sadness. Mm. And. I think that that's something and it's I don't think it it was meant to be that she was sad Mm -hmm. right but I think that sadness becomes the leader at some point Mm. in your life if it's not anger I think sadness becomes the leader Mm. why because I think from sadness you gain a lot of empathy not for mm-hmm. your, not just for yourself, but for others. And as a parent, as a female parent, and as a mother, you need to have a lot of empathy when it comes for your kids and for your family and for others in this sense mm-hmm. of community. Um, and I think it's not to say that guys don't feel this. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't pretend to know. I'm not a man, but I can speak as a female. We are very. We tend to be very empathetic creatures. Mm-hmm. We're constantly living in our heads, and I'm sure there are some men that live like that as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's very prominent in females as a mother figure that we're going to lead with sadness to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like I was saying, like there's this relationship with sadness that it allows you to build trust, to build this connection. And it's shown that females, they tend to be more empathetic in this sense because we're motherly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have to build this bond and this trust and connection with our family and with our kids and loved ones and stuff. Um, again, not to say guys don't do that, just I can't speak on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that was really interesting. Um, like something that that disney incorporated Mm -hmm. Um, that that is interesting yeah i didn't i didn't notice that when i and i'm gonna expand on what you just said because i think that's a really great way to look at it what i did like was when it came to this is what i what i saw when i was seeing those those inside moments between the mother and the father is when it came to the both of them it felt more like the emotions were working together versus when they were inside Riley's side. Cause inside Riley's side, they were all like, nah, Joy, do your thing. And it, I think it speaks to the fact that when you're a pre-adolescent, you don't know how to manage your emotions yet. They're kind of all over the place and you don't know what to feel and you're feeling everything at once. And then when you become an adult, 
you understand them more. So when you see the mom's emotions and you see the dad's emotions, the, the control panel, they're all sitting there. It's not mm-hmm. like like Riley's where they're all just kind of watching Joy. They're all sitting there equally kind of working together. Like, okay, what do we do now? What do we do now? And I like that they did that because it's like, there's a there's an understanding there, a more a maturity, emotional maturity that you get when you're older. But I do like that that you said what you said about sadness being like in the center, because when you said that, that kind of, sadness and leading with sadness you even see it in sadness like when sadness goes to the imaginary friend and she's like you know seeing that he's sad like you just made a connection in my head that I didn't make before and sadness what that does is that it allows you that empathy that that comes with knowing what sadness feels like what it does it it allows you to come in gently right I think mm-hmm. that's why, like you were talking about mothers leading with sadness and being empathetic, because when you see your child and you know there's something wrong, you're empathizing and you're kind of like, what's going on? Like, it's not mm-hmm. an abrasive thing. It's a very gentle thing when you do lead with that kind of, you know, understanding of sadness and you see that there's something going on that's not right. You're kind of like, what's going on? So I, I like that connection between sadness, empathy, because it is a more gentle thing. And when you see joy, the way that she kind of, you know, acts like she's a little out there, like she, she's mm-hmm. extra, right? It's like, she's like in your face, like, no, everything has to be good. Like, no, we're all happy. And it's like, that's too much sometimes, you know, we need that gentleness sometimes. I need to interject because you just something for me. She's in the leader's chair mm-hmm. while she's noticing that Riley is being led by anger. Mm-hmm. did you did you pick up on like so when they look into the the glimpse of the mother's head of mm-hmm. her emotions mm-hmm. the one who points it out is like something's wrong with her mm-hmm. you gotta ask her ask her mm-hmm. and so that's where she's like is everything okay mm-hmm. and then riley because joy and sadness aren't there she leads with anger mm-hmm. anger's like ah like yeah abrasive of like uh, fine blah yeah. blah and then obviously then the dad kind of like explodes, puts the yeah. foot down, put the <laughs> yeah. to the key, we're putting it Yeah, foot yeah, down. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was dead. That was great. Um, and it's like, it's like what you're saying, right? So the mother led with that gentle touch, right? Because mm-hmm. sadness allows you to pick up on that gentle touch. Mm-hmm. While if you're leading with anger, you're you're not picking up on you're just like, no, I'm not accepting mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Right. And like like he said, he puts his foot down. Mm-hmm. Like sadness they didn't even come into the picture of like, no, something's wrong with her. Yeah. Like, oh snap, she's looking at me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's where the dad's head's at. But the mom, the mom is like picking up on those signals mm-hmm. because when you're sad, your body language shows it, your your energy shows it, mm-hmm. and especially if you were Riley, that in this movie she's constantly being led by joy, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere you're not seeing this. She's not being a fool. She's not acting like a monkey. She's not. She's feeling this way, which I think overall is like. I think it shows a very, um, there's two things. So like you said, the leading with the gentle touch, it shows that, but it also showed like how much pressure, right? Because in this case, we see what happens, the joy and, and, and sadness get lost in this realm. They're not in the thing. So literally the only three things in there is 
this attitude called disgust, mm-hmm. uh, fear that is just like you're freaking out about everything and then you're angry at everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because when the mom comes in to tell her, like, can you put on a, a smile for me and like, and be a brave, brave person? Like, that's not fair. That's a mm-hmm. lot of pressure. And although we know that it's because they disappeared in the storyline and blah, blah, blah. The reality is that that's what you end up causing your child to feel when you give them this pressure and don't allow them to just feel what they need to feel. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, In a more literal context, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the the abstract uh, storyline that Disney creates. But yeah, like you mentioned, like sadness going. That's another thing I loved like how joy realized that she was able to connect with him and how she got what they were, what joy was trying to pry out of him. Like, Oh, where's the, where's the way to the train? Where's the way to the train? Where's mm-hmm. the way to the, that's abrasive. Mm-hmm. It that's is a lot. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, like that's a lot, mm-hmm. but she, she was able to resonate with him. She was able to sit down with him and it's like, it sucks. Right. I know how you feel. And then he felt better. And I think mm-hmm. that was very an important realization for her. She felt better for after releasing that emotion and then allowing him to feel sad when she mm-hmm. thought that that sadness was just making it worse. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, she actually, she got you what you needed and made him feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was huge. Like, especially because they portrayed sadness as like, her her like she didn't even feel like she had anything to offer she she herself felt like she was making everything worse and it turns out that no and I think that we do feel like that sometimes we're afraid to feel sadness because it feels like like I don't know it feels like like if we like we're gonna make a situation worse like if we're in a social setting and everyone's just chilling having fun and then you you inside, you're like sad. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like you can bring sadness to the table because then you're going to ruin the atmosphere for mm-hmm. everybody else, right? And that's how sadness is. She's like, no, 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 like I can't. No, 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 I'm going to make everything worse. Like I can't come out. And then we feel like that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to dampen the mood. Like if everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, nobody wants to be the party pooper. <laughs> exactly. That's like, what they, yeah, there's even yeah. a label for it party pooper right we're not allowed to ever feel anything other than happy because of not we ruin the fun and and we taint the situation and the experience and like there's this there is this social pressure to always be good and to always be happy and nobody's ever allowed to have a bad day or to come and vent or whatever the case because it does feel exclusive sometimes Mm -hmm. so I like that she herself was like no I can't like I I, I'm gonna make things worse because we feel like that we feel like we're gonna make things worse if we Mm -hmm. show our 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 vulnerable sad you know parts and the reality is that everybody feels that way so nobody's if nobody takes that step and says like because usually when that happens when you do open up and you're like you know what like this happened today Mm-hmm. usually other people's guards drop and they're like oh crap yeah like that happened to me the other day like mm-hmm. oh I get it like that's exactly what and needs then to that happen builds that connection and exactly it builds the bond stronger because mm-hmm. like we mentioned like that it's in our losses that we can feel most connected mm-hmm. right not everybody knows what it feels like to win but mm-hmm. everybody knows how it feels like to lose mm-hmm. right 
And I think that's what really connects us and helps us bond with each other, being that vulnerable and showing our our genuine true selves and like, you know, the fact that we're not the superhuman constantly happy and winning and succeeding in this imaginary like she was can I say that Joy was willing to bring back an imaginary friend? Like that's how delusional you can get. Mm-hmm. You want this 11-year-old to be walking around with an imaginary friend from how in your head of like, I got to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane. She's not being level-headed. She's not realizing the implications of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what happens when you're constantly in this high of dopamine happiness. Like, sad i I think at one point sadness tried to get that across to her but she just got ignored and she was like all right you know what i'm not gonna say anything but yeah joy was trying to bring the imaginary friend back that's a problem yeah Yeah. and you know that that's it's interesting that you just said that because there's so much more to that that you just like opened my mind by saying that like in trying to bring her imaginary friend back, like we do that, right? Like we are after, like we will, we will resort mm-hmm. to things to feel joy, right? Whether whatever, fill in the blank for whatever it is that you resort to. But we are so after those highs that in this case, it's a Disney film. So she's trying to bring back her imaginary friend. But in the real world, we do look for whatever we can to feel happy and to feel joy and to repress all the other things in our minds. And, and it is crazy. Like you just blew my mind with that. Just like that resorting to something unhealthy, something that's not gonna really benefit you in the long term. It may benefit you temporarily, but it's not going to benefit you in the long term. And like, that's how desperate we are sometimes to feel good and to not to like nobody wants to feel bad everybody's Mm -hmm. trying to feel good all the time and and I don't I mean obviously feeling bad doesn't feel good right we all want to feel good but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of damage that happens when you are ignoring that pain because as we talk about all the time like if you ignore the pain you don't deal with it and then you don't heal the pain and you got to accept that you are more than happy. Like, like they show you are not just this one emotion. You were never meant to be this one emotion and sadness brings out a lot of good stuff. Not only just that connection and that bonding, but there's a lot of creativity that comes out of pain. There's a lot of beautiful things that we experience in the world because of sadness. And like, we wouldn't have this intricate world that we live in if it wasn't for that emotion. So yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting concept with the invisible friend. I didn't even had an imaginary friend. I hadn't even thought about that. And I, the way that I think about it is like, uh, it's funny. The cat's name is schizo, right? Mm -hmm. Schizophrenia. Um, But, and one of the symptoms that happen in schizophrenia is like you have delusions. Mm -hmm. And so I think, not to say that this is what it is. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I know nothing, guys. Don't mm-hmm. listen to me. I'm just abstracting off of the same movie that Disney abstracted off of, right? So I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking here. And 
it's funny because in the search for joy and in Joy's attempt to make her happy, she was willing to bring back this thing that even she forgot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, even Joy forgot about it because it wasn't until she got down into the long-term memory that she was like, oh, I remember you. Bebop, mm-hmm. Bebop, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Ah, damn. This made, <laughs> it's explicit. This just made it explicit. Damn, we're so close. So we're so close. That's okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. It's all um, good. But... Even she had forgotten about it. And she was so desperate to get back so she can make her happy that she was going to bring a delusion with her, Mm -hmm. right? Because at that age, at 11 years old, where even like uh, the imaginary friend, when he saw a memory of her, of how much she's grown. Yeah, yeah. Even he was like, how am I supposed to take her on my rocket? Yeah. I, she's outgrown me. Mm -hmm. But Joy was so determined to bring him because she wanted to keep her the same way that she always was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and that, and that comes with maturity, right? Like when mm-hmm. you're a kid, you're thinking you're always going to be this way. And as you mm-hmm. mature, you realize, oh, things aren't going to always be this way. And that's what, that's what triggered all of this to happen, right? Was this drastic change in her environment, her friends, everything all at once, Mm -hmm. which is overwhelming to her psyche. Mm -hmm. And then she trying to just gain control and gain some sense of stability internally. She was going to bring this delusion with her and have this girl play with an imaginary friend at the age of 11. Mm -hmm. Not no judgment if that's what you need in your life, but abstractly speaking it's not healthy it's not Mm -hmm. okay to push aside those feelings of overwhelmness and you know not allowing your other emotions to come out and allow themselves to make memories in you Mm -hmm. to help you build a new personality with all this change Mm -hmm. it's part of growth Mm -hmm. um but yeah that that was that was something that like and then yeah and then just design wise, I don't know if you picked up on it. Joy is yellow, but she mm-hmm. got some blue hair. She does. Yeah. I didn't think the, about that. She's though. the only one out of all the emotions mm. that has a different color on her. Interesting. Because even the green, like disgust, mm-hmm. she got green hair. Yeah. Purple, um, how do you call it? Panic, the, mm-hmm. the fear. He's mm-hmm. all purple. Anger is all red. Even yeah, sadness all red. is straight blue. Mm-hmm. But Joy has a mixture of blue in her. Because joy cannot be appreciated without sadness. I didn't even pick up on that. It's a great, great observation. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but it's true. She does have blue hair because they are one and the same. They, they, they're they intertwined. Compl- they complement each other. Exactly. They're a yin and yang concept. Yes. yes. They're, I like that. They're a yin and yang concept. You can't appreciate joy without sadness and sadness without joy. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to understand the difference mm-hmm. if you didn't feel some sort of way yeah like, contrary do you get me yeah 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 and you know something else that I liked about another scene that I liked in that movie was when she was on the bus and everything was just you know she was losing all of her memories everything was going downhill and and the machine was going black and they were like she's not going to be able to feel anything I love we that so her. much. We, she can't feel anything. 
Yeah, I love that because there are so many times where people say that they feel numb, that they don't mm -hmm. feel anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that the in thinking about it, I think that the reason that people go numb and end up feeling nothing is because they're not feeling because they choose not to feel anything like literally you're making yourself numb by ignoring your emotions. And mm -hmm. you, if you ignore your emotions, you're going to go numb because you're choosing not to feel anything, which is crazy because that does happen. Like, and it's so vital. Like just, it just goes to show you how vital and how we are emotions. Like we don't exist without emotions. Our emotions mm -hmm. make up who we are. And if we don't have them, if we don't feel them, if we deny them, we literally feel nothing at one point. We go numb at one point. So I love that you they just they go just... on autopilot. Exactly. Literally. You're just, you're just living in the world, but you're an empty yeah. shell. That yeah. means you're not making any significant relationships. You're not feeling mm -hmm. anything significant. You're just an empty vessel walking through life. Mm -hmm. If you're actively ignoring your emotions. Mm -hmm. What I love though, is that after the console, like kind of shuts off right and mm -hmm. she and literally even anger was like she doesn't even feel angry anymore like mm -hmm. I, we can't even make her feel anything mm -hmm. the only thing that brought her back was feeling sadness mm -hmm. allowing and it was joy finally understanding she needs to allow her to feel sad mm -hmm. so that she could feel something mm -hmm. because something is better than nothing Mm -hmm. So she gave her back all the core memories and it made them all sad because it's important for it to be sad mm -hmm. because it's a giant change. You're no longer a kid. You're no longer in the world and everything that you grew up with. It's a significant change. Of course, it's going to be sad. It's their happy memories because mm -hmm. they were happy when they happened. Mm -hmm. But with a change, and I think that's important. That's an important message. It's okay for you to feel both about something, mm -hmm. right? It's okay for you to feel happy in that moment and then reminisce and have it feel sad because that's what happened. Mm -hmm. That's why sadness touched the core memories because yes, they were happy, but they're no longer happy because they're in the past. They're gone. There are moments that you're not going to get back. Mm -hmm. And there's something about when you're maturing. And I, I, I don't know, I could be overgeneralizing. But in the process of maturing, where you're reminiscing, right? You're not a kid anymore. You're becoming a preteen. You're becoming an adult, like, or a teenager, then an adult. You realize that time is passing you by. And there's some moments that, although they were beautiful, and they were they were perfect in that moment you're not going to get those back because you're not going to be a kid again you're not mm -hmm. going to be five years old again you're not going to be seven you're not going to be 10 you're not going to live where you used to live you're not going to have the friends you used to have but i think the important part is realizing that that's okay mm -hmm. it's okay that it becomes sad because you're sad and then just like the imaginary friend did. You let it go, you let it out, and then it was something new. You became mm -hmm. something new. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a very beautiful way of getting back her emotions, of showing you that it's okay to be sad. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe sadness will be in the driver's seat for a little while, mm-hmm. but not forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause at one point, even sadness brings in joy. And it's like, no, she needs both of us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you can't get the relief you're looking for if you don't feel sad. And I think that's why, like, that's where the pent up kind of feeling comes in. I don't know if you've ever felt that. I'm sure you have, but like, sometimes when you're holding on to something so much, you literally feel it in your chest because it's like, it hasn't come out and it's like this mm-hmm. hole inside of you and you're desperate for relief. And like, you can't get the relief you're looking for if you don't let it out in whatever form mm-hmm. you need to, whether it be you cry it out by yourself, whether it be you call a friend and vent to a friend, whether it be you write a song about it or paint about it or some kind of outlet, you need some kind of outlet. You can never get relief without release mm-hmm. it doesn't come so it's also important like because she did get, get her relief like when she mm-hmm. finally told her cried. parents cried it out she was like ha. she just like breathed and because she, she took felt, a giant breath yeah oh. yeah oh. and she felt so much better and done like sometimes it's that easy sometimes mm-hmm. it is just like oh my god I just gotta cry about this like I just gotta say it out loud let it out and you get a sense of relief and it's like okay everything's okay again you know like mm-hmm. it's like you said sadness is not going to be in the driver's seat forever sometimes it's not that quick sometimes it'll take mm-hmm. months of tears years of tears sometimes a lifetime to be able to resolve whatever issue you've got going on but you gotta you gotta let yourself feel the sadness or you'll never mm-hmm. get the relief so definitely definitely an important concept and an important emotion like so valuable and i feel like we don't realize how valuable sadness really is. And this movie Mm -hmm. really shows the value of sadness and what it, it brings to the table in terms of our relationships with other people and our own, you know, mental health. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it did a great job. Applause to inside out. Mm -hmm. You killed it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, that at the end it shows them getting the giant switchboard that her parents already had. Like, and all of them were at the, mm-hmm. at the thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's a representation of maturity of mm-hmm. realizing, of finally being like, I'm okay. And it's mm-hmm. okay to feel everything that I feel mm-hmm. accepting yourself and all of that hilarious moment, by the way, when they're at the hockey game and she meets a guy and the guy, mm-hmm. they, they, oh my to the, gosh. they to the guy, yes. girl, girl, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good. So good with all the extras too that they added with the with the emotional parts. But oh my god, the freaking yeah. dog one. The dog, the cat. You, the cat one killed me. <laughs> me and Javi were cracking up. Okay? There was no one on that board. There was nobody on the board. And then the other cats, they were just in the background, the emotion cats, just like yeah, right. But the one on the table was the Freddy cat. <laughs> yeah. And then he went, Yeah, bro that was hilarious they're all sleeping except the rainy cat yeah 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 that was that was a cute little extra extra scene yeah beautiful but all to say that every emotion is important every emotion has equal weight and it's important to feel all of them and not be afraid of any of them or Mm -hmm. avoid any of them or reject or repress any of them yeah also uh-huh no go for it you asked me before we started watching the movie um what three emotions do you think are like the most important 
No, which ones would you choose out of the oh, five? Oh, there you go. Choose out of five. I'm sorry. If you had to choose. <laughs> I think I would choose definitely anger, joy, and sadness. I think uh, fear, fear can, can, without fear, you can be a little bit reckless. Mm-hmm. So I think fear keeps our recklessness in check. Mm-hmm. And disgust definitely keeps you from doing gross things. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, in this case, they were showing it as like, you know, uh, socialization, mm-hmm. right? Discuss is, is about socialization in a way. But just overall, I think it just stops us from being just gross, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think if I had to choose main emotions that I need, and I, I can probably tell you, I think my switchboard tends to have more anger, um, sadness, and joy in the mm-hmm. driver's seats than mm-hmm. my other ones. Um, anger, I think, is important just because anger is a good driver in the sense that, like, I, I think there was a part in the movie where he was like, oh, you want to see angry? Like, I'm going to defend myself right but also like you have oh um at the end when like she like uh sadness is like oh mom and dad are watching us fail Mm -hmm. and he's like not for long it gives us like this sense of like cockiness and like like you know it's a it's a great motivator when Mm -hmm. you're angry you can you can accomplish things because it's gonna give you literally the fuel you need like literal fuel fire Mm -hmm. that you need to do what you need to do and to mm-hmm. to to get it done. You get me? Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent Like I would also pick those three. Obviously, we were to talk, we already talked about joy and sadness and the benefits. Well, we didn't really talk about the benefits of joy, but obviously joy, we want to feel good. You know, we can't always yeah. be sad all the time. Like we need to experience life and and laugh and and you know have good times too but yeah I agree with you on the anger I was thinking about it and I'm like yeah anger anger literally um it creates movement in life when somebody's so passionate about something and I like that at the beginning when when she was a little girl and she was like not eating her broccoli and he's like well if you don't eat broccoli you don't get dessert and and he's like that's not fair I love that he used the word fair because I associate anger with fairness Mm -hmm. I get angry when I feel like something's not fair and I feel like that anger when put in that way that's when you start speaking up against something that Mm -hmm. goes against your principle it's that anger that that gives you the passion when you're really passionate about something and you feel like someone's not doing something right you feel anger and because Mm -hmm. of that anger you're like nah you start speaking up and and you try to make a difference so anger for sure I agree with you 100 percent um and it's funny that you said for you joy anger and sadness are in the driver's seat I was going to ask you because I want to put this as a poll I was thinking about it myself I'm like what emotion do I feel like has been in my driver's seat my whole life? And honestly, I would say sadness. I'm like, no, sadness has been the driver. Mm -hmm. As much as I have wanted joy to be a driver in my life, I feel like sadness has been the real driver most of the time. So I was going to ask you the same thing. And then I wanted to put a poll to see like what emotion people think has been driving their life. So I think 
not to be melancholic or melodramatic. I've had a good life. Mm -hmm. And I put that in, I'll I'll put that in quotations. Good, Mm -hmm. because good to who? I would say, although I've gone through my challenges Mm -hmm. and not always 100% bad, not always 100% good. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my my driver would be sadness though because I I I could be in the happiest of moments but I'll always have that moment of like this is fleeting Mm -hmm. like in the back of my head I always had those moments of like that thought of like this is fleeting so let's snap out of it let's enjoy it for what it is now because this will always last forever. Mm-hmm. And that is sadness. It comes from, but it's a, a melancholic sadness. It's not mm-hmm. a, it's not a, I'm crying my eyes out or like, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's a, it's the sadness that comes with realization of how fleeting moments can be. And even though this is a beautiful, perfect moment, I may never get, this moment back right Mm. um and Mm -hmm. no matter how much you try to recreate it it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. and I feel like that that always has come into my into my mind Mm. to the point where growing up my my parents would call me uh, tragicismo like tragicismo tragic tragedy Uh uh-huh tragic yeah Yeah. like you're you're so tragic you're you're Mm. so dramatic and it's not, I think it just comes from sadness being in that driver's seat. Not to say that joy isn't in there because, mm-hmm. again, the idea that I do feel happiness, but it's always with that little touch of of sadness in the background. Um, and then I, I do have anger issues. Like I express love in physical harmful ways (laughs) 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 anybody who knows me i punch out of love it happens a lot (laughs) um it's actually something i'm working on uh for anybody that knows me i uh, have been working on it as best to my abilities as i can but definitely anger it was funny because when you were like talking about um, like different releases, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. like you have to cry it out or whatever. I was waiting to see if you were going to say it. But one of the releases that I have is like, you got to destroy things. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes to release something is like, mm-hmm. I got to I got to break something. I got to, oh, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. No, that makes total sense. That's why they literally have a place where you can break stuff because yeah, sometimes that's what you need. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing crazy about that. That's normal. But I definitely agree with you, except um, my my driver's seat has definitely been sadness, but I wouldn't say like mine's is like the depressing kind. Like mine's is the type that I'm like, I'm constantly crying. Like my whole life has been a life of tears. And it's interesting because that's I do so have wild. a lot of- I would have <laughs> never guessed that. I think maybe I've seen you cry three times in my life. I'm surprised you've even seen it three times. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a high number, actually. Congratulations, <laughs> because that's more than than most people. But it, no, it's true. Like I have this joy inside of me. This like, I honestly, 
I don't even know that I would call it joy, but it's like more of a gratitude. Like I have a, a lot of gratitude because I do feel like I've had, yeah, appreciation. I've had a great life. Like I've been blessed in many ways. And, and that gratitude, I think has held me over a lot. And like, I focus a lot on that, on like all the things that I have. But even though I know that I have all these great things, it, it's, it doesn't mask like all the problems and all the issues and all the, the underlying things. Uh, there's always something under, like there's always something under, under things, if that makes sense. Like that's kind of how I visualize it. It's like, there's, there's a gratitude that I have, but under that gratitude, it's still, it doesn't, it doesn't take away the bad stuff. You know what I mean? I get what you mean. Yeah. So I feel like sadness has been in my driver's seat for, for the most part, but hopefully, hopefully joy will come in there somewhere at some point. But yeah, my answer would for sure be sadness. I, I identify with sadness more. Like joy is not something that I can even say I identify with. Like I don't connect with her, even though you would think that I would connect with her because I am such a positive person, but I really find it hard to connect with that emotion. Mm -hmm. So sadness that. for me. That mm -hmm. feels that. So let's hear from the people. Yeah. Let's hear from the people. What emotion do you identify with the most out of these five? Should we make it one of those? Never mind. Yes. Out of these five, who do you think is in your driver's seat? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Let's do it. But it's been another great episode. Inside Out, let's go. So crucial to the things that we've been talking about too, about the need to feel and the emotions mm -hmm. and it's such a great, just like staple of, of all of our topics. So thank you, Disney, for making Inside Out. <laughs> thank you, Disney, for making all your movies that <laughs> have been amazing. There's some that I do got to tell you. Oof, están... mm. They can't get they can't get it right 100 percent of the time, you know, I, but I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's, but for know? the most part, for the most part. Yeah. And inside out is a part, staple. Yeah. I applaud you guys. Very creative, yeah. very uh and I like the way you articulate these abstract concepts. Long term Absolutely. memory, abstract thinking, the train of thought and how the just, train of thought. Mm. I don't know where it got sideswept <laughs> and just destroyed and yeah. fell into the abyss. <laughs> Love it. So good. Thank you, oh, Inside Out. Yes. We didn't even talk about the personality islands. No, but yeah. I don't have it's fine. It's I don't fine. have the time for that. But we could mention it in another discussion. Okay. But thank you for coming again. Yes. Like for the hundredth time again. On I mean, to, it's not the, about at me. At this point, it's not about us. It's right? not about us. Not yeah. About so us. every time you see that title, just know it's gonna be Stephanie and I at this point, like done. Yep. That's literally yep, who it is. So thanks for listening, guys. So another it's not about us episode. We will Thank catch you guys you. on the next one. And don't forget to follow Stephanie on her podcast, Creative Street, because she's got yes. some awesome episodes on there too. So, but yes. thanks for listening again. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. Stay creative. Happy healing. Bye. <laughs>